Lacks clearance though. Now that AC Milan team is punished in some style, and it's Luca Romero off the bench and into the headlines. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Serie A Spotlight. This is episode 86 or our first episode of season 3. We are hosts Matt and Jake. Good to be back after quite a long layoff from our end, bro. Yes, we've been struggling with the lack of football. Um, these pre-season friendlies aren't quite fun to watch. Um, the USA ones have been all right so far. Like the Milan-Real game actually felt like a, a real football game, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was competitive, no? Yeah, it was very com- competitive and um, nice to see Milan holding their own over there and everything yeah. was promising, you know? Now on Thursday, there is um, Milan against Juventus as well. Yes. And a game there which That's be tomorrow very... morning at, at 2 o'clock in the morning or 4 o'clock four in the morning, if I'm not mistaken. Like I'm not quite sure. Yeah. I'll have to watch it later because... I ain't about that life. <laughs> I'm not about that life either. The 5 a.m. club is is not for me. <laughs> um, today we're going to be talking about transfers, guys. We're going to be covering every single transfer that has been done so far. Um, it is Wednesday, the 26th of July, 2023, currently. Um, all the way from Napoli down to the newly promoted teams in Frosinone, Genoa and Cagliari. We're going to be talking about the changes that they've gone through, be it... Um, managerial or be it on the pitch whilst you guys are probably really excited for this episode with the lack of football the lack of content out at the moment these are the episodes that as podcasters i'm afraid i am less excited for because simply we recorded today um and by tomorrow inter would sign fucking messi so so it becomes outdated pretty quick you know you see a headline (laughs) (laughs) lukaku of the juve (laughs) last last season we finished recording an entire episode an entire episode only to hit the stop button and find out that Dybala joined Roma. Yeah, and yeah. We didn't. We hadn't even addressed it as a rumor. Like, that would have been the headline. Everything. Literally. Yeah. But literally. I think we got everything rumor-wise. So unless someone's moving in silence, you know. Exactly. Real like geez. lasagna. Yeah, there we go. There you go, bro. Yeah, we'll see. Um, guys, this is our last call. For those of you who want to join our Fanta Culture League. The Fantasy yes. Football League. The Serie Spotlight official Fanta Culture League, um, you would have to subscribe to our Patreon to do so. Um, it's $3.99 per month. You'll be added to our WhatsApp chat, which is quite active. Um, lots of banter and lots mm-hmm. of news going on there and updates. Um, you'll get access to our question segment as well, so you can ask questions for us to discuss at the end of the podcast. And you'll be in our Fantasy League, which we will be posting weekly about on Instagram as well. We'll be posting the table. It's the official league, right? We'll be talking about it quite um, in depth. Yeah. Exactly, and I mean we have a good time on Fanta Calcio, yeah. and and we're a, we're a really good group on the on the group chat. There's a lot of banter, there's a lot of ball knowledge as well. Something yeah. I'm very pleased about. Um, the way we work with Fanta Calcio is we do it via drafts, yes. so there will be a, an an online call either on Zoom, Skype, whatever you Gen Zers are are using at the moment. Um, and yeah, it should be it should be bags of fun, man. Yeah, we'll do two auctions per year. There's the um, winter market and exactly. the pre-season market, of course. Exactly. Do not forget to follow and rate, guys. Rating us helps a lot with the algorithm. Drop us a five-star rating if you really love us. We really love you, so please do so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and reach out to us on Instagram. Say hello, of course. We're very friendly. Exactly. We're the best, guys. <laughs> But anyway, as Jake said, what we'll be doing is starting from Napoli, going down all the way to Frosinone, Genoa and Cagliari and discussing what acquisitions have been made, the players that are leaving and obviously some rumors, some political movement, so on and so forth. So without further ado, I think we could start off with one of the lesser active teams and those are the champions um, in Napoli. What have they done so far, bro? Absolutely fucking nothing. So they have a new <laughs> sporting director called Mauro Meluso as Cristiano Giuntoli went to Juventus. Now, Cristiano Giuntoli is the man who discovered the likes of Kim and Ozim and Varescalia. He's a great, Genius. great, great sporting director and he will be working closely with Juve now. Um, the man in his stead is Mauro Meluso, okay, and he hasn't had much to do so far. The only activity they've done is selling Kim Min Jae to mm-hmm. Bayern Munich for 50 million, which is a very good deal in my opinion for one season. You never knew if he was going to repeat it or not. Exactly. 50 million for a guy at his age, why not? Not that he's old, but he's in his prime. You know? he, had a, he had a 50 million season. Apparently Harry Maguire had an 80 million season. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you, know, knows, you literally knows. never know. It's good money, it's good money. Um, they've bought Elia Caprile, the goalkeeper from Bari, but they've sent him on loan to Empoli. He might be their starting mm. keeper over there instead of Vicario. Um, he played for Bari last season, he played every single game and almost got promoted to say yeah, if it weren't for that playoff final loss at the very last mm. minute. Mm. Second, very last second. He had, a very, good, yeah, he had a very good playoff tournament. He was good, I remember you very commenting good about tournament. him specifically while he was playing. Um, yes, when it comes to rumors, apparently they're very close to Lenz's Kevin Danso, who's a centre-back, but they also appreciate the likes of Mavropanios from Stuttgart, he's obviously Greek with that name, and mm-hmm. Kilman from Wolves. Veronas Faroni is another player that they've been um, looking at. Um, they're considering Bernardeschi, who wants a return to European football. Okay. And they have also considered the likes of... Maxime Lopez of Sassuolo. Oof, very good talent. Very good talent. And I, I think many um, teams in Italy could use his yeah, services. Yeah, he'd be a, a direct vice for Lobotka. Yeah. And, yeah. They, well, to be honest, they need a vice for, for Lobotka. Of course, with Benacer out injured, it might be a good coup for Milan as well right now. A cheap, Absolutely. low-cost solution. But he's also attracting um, lots of attention abroad as well. Um, mm. He actually worked. With uh, Rudy Garcia, the new manager. Has he? Yes, um, at Marseille. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, we forgot to mention, of course, Spalletti is no longer the manager. Rudy Garcia is in charge. Plays a similar system. We'll use the same lineup, same formation, same style. Um, yeah, we'll see what they do to replace yeah. that centre back as well. I, I think, with the exception of obviously Spalletti and Kim Min Jae. Um, what we're seeing is continuity here from mm. Anapoli side that absolutely demolished everyone and their dog um, <laughs> last season, apart from Milan. Um, uh, but I think that's, um, that's important. Now, why is it important to shake things up? You have to look at the dominant side of Napoli and say not many changes need to be made over there. Yeah, honestly, no. They, they ran away with the league, right? And they did quite well in the Champions mm. League as well. Do not um, sleep on them simply because they had a quiet Mercato because they, they might very much come in as, as favourites this season. For sure. Zielinski is rumoured to be moving to Lazio or Saudi Arabia, while Lozano is also be rumoured to moving to Saudi Arabia. Zanoli, their deputy right-back for Di Lorenzo, um, 
will probably go out on loan again, but it's unsure as to who he will join. He performed very, very well at Sampdoria last season. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, if the managers and the sporting directors have half a brain cell, they would realize that he did have a very good campaign at, at Sampdoria. And even his contributions as a right back were very, very good, especially mm-hmm. in the latter part, parts of the season. Very energetic player, lively, bombs forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Player. So that's pretty much it for Napoli. We can insert the John Travolta meme over here where he's looking around from Pulp Fiction, you know, the one. Uh, because absolutely no one new has joined the club so far. No, not at all. But this is still the same team with Gvaratskelia. It's still the same team with Ossiman. So all they need to worry about right now is just getting a few deputies in um, to give them that, that good rotation that they have. They still have the likes of Raspadori on the bench. They still have Simeone on the bench. They still have Politano on the right. They still have all these guys. Um, so I don't think there's too much yeah. to worry about. And not to mention, there's still a month to go of the Mercato. Exactly. So, yeah. Lazio, shall we move on to Lazio, bro? Up to you. We shall move on to Lazio. So far, um, what they have done is probably the, the biggest piece of news regarding Lazio is that their star player, Sergei Milinkovic Savic, is off to Saudi Arabia. Yes, um, Lazio have accepted a 40 million offer from Al Hilal, which is double of what he was going for. Um, had he gone to a Serie A team, there were 20 million bids, 25 million asking prices for him. Um, a shame to see him leave Europe so early. The guy is 27 or 28 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, a big, big, big loss for Lazio over there. He was everything for them in that midfield, especially his... his um, uh, his eye for goal, his size, his technique. He, yes. he's, a, he's an irreplaceable talent. There are few players like him in, in that role. So that would be a massive loss. However, a good 40 million to make over there, especially when he just had one year left on his contract. Speaking of players that left the club on a free, young Luca Romero, the right winger. You might notice him from all of these videos of him representing the under-18s of Argentina back in the day, scoring some absolute worldies. He made a few features here and there last season. He just scored a fantastic goal for Milan against Real Madrid in a preseason friendly in the US, um, where you obviously heard from our goal of the week um, in our intro. Goal of the preseason. Goal of the preseason. A bit funny to see him leave on a free because he's such a bright talent, but a brilliant acquisition for Milan and quite a a, a loss for Lazio, I would say. I would say they had yeah. two significant losses over here. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Luca Romero, um, and don't just look at his his long-range shooting and his his trickiness, you know. that That's not even the best part of no. his game. It's his footballing mind that's his best Absolutely. part. Um, he has very good footballing IQ and he's very mature for his age and he's very selfless in his play. He knows how to link up with teammates. He knows when to pass and then he knows when he needs to turn, take on a man and shoot exactly. from Exactly. He's very small. He fits into, the, in, into tight spaces really well. Great close ball control as well. Mm. Um, very similar play style to Messi. There, there I say, <laughs> nowhere say? near, nowhere near the quality naturally. But he does have a very, very bright, ta- bright future ahead of him. Now, speaking of players that Lazio brought in so far, Tati Castellanos is the player they brought in from the MLS, from the New York Cosmos, for fifteen million, a twenty-four-year-old striker. Um, he actually has quite a solid record he's got 50 goals and 20 assists in 106 mls matches 
and also 13 goals and one assist in 35 matches in La Liga with Girona. Now, 13 goals in La Liga with a club like Girona, along with one assist, um, <laughs> is quite a good record. And he is known for his finishing. He's known for his hold-up play and his versatility as well. Yeah. The guy can play in quite a few positions in that attacking front. A good vice for Chiro Mobile, who has struggled with injuries. Definitely. Um, Immobile is obviously very difficult to displace, but he has struggled with injuries, as you said, and consistency. So we might be seeing a lot of this Tati Castellanos game Absolutely. next season. Um, the last bomber that Lazio bought, who scored wherever he was, because in reality, you can only score where you're at, right? So if you say, oh, he's only scored in the MLS, he's only scored in this league, whatever, you can only score where you are. Good the point. last um, striker they brought in was Murii. He oh scored wherever he was and he absolutely flopped. So let's yeah. hope that this one goes better. Absolutely. Um, Lazio, of course, won Zelensky as discussed, but they are also rumored to be signing Jibril Ibrahima Sao for 15 million from Frankfurt. This guy is a Mezzala and can also play as a Regista. He's got, he got four goals in 32 games last year. They also like Ricci from Torino, but their asking price is 30 million. Mm. Immobile should renew. There was some drama going on with him potentially going to Saudi as well. Yes. The Saudi invasion is real. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really, really is. They also appreciate the talent of Callum Hudson Odoi. Okay. Okay. Interesting one there. I really wanted them to get Zaha. They looked like they wanted him They for a did. While, they but did. He look also like, went to Saudi. Ah, they did look like they were going to sign Zaha. Zaha is a natural left winger and yeah. they have, they have Zakani over there, but he's quite versatile. So you could see him on the right, which was probably where he was going to end up playing for them. Um, again, not too much activity here for Lazio. I do anticipate that they will be spending that 40 million that they got in for Sergei Milinkovic Savic, especially Sarri has made it clear that he would like to invest and, and yeah. um, strengthen the side, especially, you know, that, that significant, again, loss of Sergei Milinkovic Savic. That is, they are in need of a replacement in that area. Interesting to see what's going to happen with a player like Luis Alberto, who has flirted with a move yeah. away from Lazio for the past two seasons. Yeah. Um, so I, I do believe there's a lot of movement left for Lazio yeah. in this Mercato. A very famous Luis Alberto quote was when they asked him about the new team plane. Mm. They asked him, what do you think of the new Lazio plane? It was like, it's very nice. It's a shame they can't pay our salaries. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Immediately on Jesus the attack. Like, Christ. all right, man, I just asked you a question. You know? <laughs> like, who are you angry with, bro? Moving on to a very active team. Yes. Inter. Inter. Yes. Inter have, of course, let's start with who they've lost so far. Yes, who a, a, allowed a, long, a long list yeah. over here, guys. So, Edin Dzeko has gone to Fenerbahce on a free. Lorenzo Pirola has joined Salernitana for 5 million. Brozovic has gone to Al Nasir for 18 million. Milan Skriniar has gone to PSG for free. Roberto Gagliardini has gone to Monza for free. Samuele Mulattieri, the young striker, has gone to Sassuolo for 6 million. Dorian Males has gone to Young Boys for 2 million. Who the fuck? Andrea <laughs> Onana has gone to Manchester United for 52.5 million. While um, Facundo Colidio has gone to River Plate for <laughs> 4.5 million and Valentin Carboni has officially joined Monza. Now, um, when it comes to players leaving, bro, they've made quite a bit of money, um, but big profiles leaving here. Big profiles. I mean, you've got the metronome in Brozovic. Sure, yeah, they have. The biggest miss of the, all of them. Absolutely. I, I, I would agree with you over there. Now, obviously, they, they do have a player like Chalanoglu that is versatile, that can fit that role. But he doesn't bring that calm, 
nature that Brozovic gets where, you know, if a player is struggling and is in a tight position, just pass it to Brozovic and Mm -hmm. he can switch up Mm -hmm. play and he can calm the tempo and control the tempo. So massive loss for them over there. Onana and Handanovic are obviously their two goalkeepers. Mm -hmm. And Radu as well. And Radu. So they do need to invest over there. And also their squad is looking quite thin at the moment, which isn't something we're used to with Inter. So they do need to get more active. Interesting thing is, yes, they've made good money. 18 million from Brozovic, 52 million for Onana, 6 million for Molatieri, 5 million for Pirola. This is all good money, 4.5 million for Colido. They could invest it, right? But it is no secret that they have struggled significantly when it comes to their finances and when it comes to balancing the books. So how much of that is going to be reinvested and how much of that is going to be damage control? Also good to mention that obviously Lukaku is no longer part of the team. He Mm -hmm. was loaned in last season so very important to know that they were trying to buy him out but then they discovered that Lukaku had been negotiating with Juventus before the Champions League final was even played and that put him in the bad books of the Inter management who do not wish to be associated with him anymore Lukaku is the king of burning bridges Lukaku against the world Lukaku against the world but Inter have moved smart with their low cost moves they've brought in Juan Cuadrado from Juventus who's now 35 years old they've Brought in Marcus Thuram from Mönchengladbach on a free, which is a very good signing. He's only 25 years old. He's versatile. He can play left wing or striker. Son of Lillian, obviously. Son of Lillian, yes. He will be relied upon as a bomber to replace Lukaku. Um, Balogan and Morata are still rumoured, of course, but this guy has 13 goals and 6 assists in 28 starts last season. So very exciting over there. Davide Frattesi was brought in on loan with obligation to buy for 27 million from Sassuolo. We all know what he can do. And Jan Orel Bissek was brought in from, dare I say, AGF Aarhus for (laughs) 7 million. He's a centre-back. He's 22 years old. He's very physically strong. He's good in the air. Um, his passing, his distribution and his pace are highlighted Mm, as mm. his weak points. He'll be be good in a back three, however. Yes, it um, does seem like he'll be he'll, he'll fit in Ter's back three quite I seamlessly. So, I think so. He'll probably fit in like a glove. Roma, mm. fun fact about the Fratesi deal, bro. They will make over eight million from the sell-on clause. Cause, really? Because Fratesi was a Roma youth. Roma youth, no? Yeah. Because mm. he started with Lazio's Primavera and then moved to Roma's Primavera. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Sassuolo and was loaned out to Ascoli, Empoli, Monza and eventually sold to mm. Inter. He made the Serie A team of the season, fun fact, with Monza, um, scoring eight goals in 37 games. Wow. Yeah, and he's been pretty good in Serie A too. I like the way he inserts himself, Frattesi. I like Frattesi a lot, man. He's a very intelligent player and, yeah, he's, he's quite unpredictable as well. You see him bag a couple of goals. Um, he doesn't really get assists. That's one thing that, that he doesn't have to his arsenal. He didn't get a single assist last season, yeah. Frattesi for Sassuolo. But a very street smart player. He's good in front of goal. Gets Rather than him being good in front of goal, he finds himself in a lot of these positions. He's very, very smart with his positioning. Now, it wouldn't be um, us talking about Inter's transfer market without mentioning the fact that they have gotten the double over Milan with two of these players. Um, it did seem like Thuram after rejecting PSG, was very, very, very close to a move on a free to AC Milan. He was going to be Milan's um, uh, starting, potentially, striker next year. However, in one day and a half, 
everything yeah. turned upside down for Milan and Inter swooped in. He had been linked to Inter the summer before that. And it just seems like ever since that link, that, that is the club that he wanted. Um, Davide Frattesi was also linked with Milan to replace Tonali, obviously, as a, as a mezzala, as a box-to-box. That is um, a player that fits that profile quite well. However, Milan did think the asking price of 27 million for him was a little bit too high. Yeah. And considering the acquisitions Milan have made, they, they've moved quite smart to kind of overcome these two massive losses to Inter. Yes, I, I definitely agree, bro. So Inter's main concern right now, to sum it all up, is they need a goalkeeper because they've gone on their preseason. They tour. need two goalkeepers. Yeah, they went on their preseason tour with Di Gennaro in goal. Di Gennaro played in Serie Tre. Di Gennaro, the restaurant in Milan, bro. Yes, they were trying for Jan Sommer, but Bayern want to find a replacement before they sell. Now look at the difference between how these clubs are run. Mm. Bayern Munich want to find a replacement before they let go of their second goalkeeper while Inter sold their first one without even thinking money bro money they need the money they need the money Toloi is rumoured to be joining Inter as a centre back yes Toloi from Atalanta Um, Skamaka and Morata are still um, being discussed for the striker position and Samardzic is also a profile who Inter appreciated Samardzic of course plays with Udinese yes a a star player a very very bright 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 future yes Absolutely. Moving on. Now we could um, do an entire episode on the transfer mercato of AC Milan, who finished fourth last season with a stroke of luck, reached the semi-finals of the Champions League in the beginning of the transfer market. Well, rather, after the last game of the season against Verona, the news broke out that Milan and Maldini have parted ways after Jerry Cardinale gave him and Massara the boot for misusing the funding that they had allocated to him, offering such high wages to a player like Divock Origi, mm-hmm. signing the Catelare, who was unproven um, for 35 million. Dest. Dest as well. High and then well. moments after that, a couple of weeks after that, whilst I was out having a few drinks as well, Tonali, it just suddenly from, from one day to the next, Tonali was confirmed to be joining Newcastle United for the fee of 64 million a player that bleeds red and black a a lifelong AC Milan fan it was absolutely devastating for Milan fans to lose a legend like Maldini five Champions Leagues an entire career at AC Milan the pull factor he had was ridiculous Man Massara finding players and getting coups like Ben Nasser like Leao Kalulu Teo Hernandez Tonali all of these coups and then suddenly they have parted ways. However, Milan have moved very strategically with that 64 million that was made from Sandro Tonali. Um, before I get into that, they also parted ways with Marco Brescianini, who went to Frosinone, and Matteo Gabbia, who has been loaned to Villarreal, and potentially that will be made permanent. Now, with the acquisitions in from that 64 million euro that they made of Sandro Tonali, Milan have signed a vice goalkeeper for Mike Manian in Marcos Portiello from Atalanta on a free 31-year-old Italian goalkeeper. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, a central midfielder from Chelsea for 16 million. Very versatile player, very technically gifted, known, however, to be quite injury-prone. Luca Romero as a right winger on a free from Lazio. We've already covered him. 
Christian Pulisic from Chelsea, another fantastic player, still young, 24 years old. We all know how capable he is. We all know that on his day, lockdown Pulisic can be one of the best players yeah. in the world. However, he does struggle significantly with injuries. Tiani Reinders from AZ Alkmaar for 19 million. Ahmed Zala, very, very technically gifted, good shooting, good passing, good tackling, an absolute all-rounder, a direct replacement for Sandro Tonali. He becomes one of the legendary Dutch players to join Milan. Samuel Chukweze from Villarreal for 20 million plus 8 million in bonuses. Right winger, very, very quick, very skillful, a very exciting player to bring in. This is a player that's worth 50 million but only had yeah. one season left on his contract. Very, very you know exciting. What excites me about Chukweze? Mm. The fact that you have Leao on the left, whose biggest strength is his stride, right? So he's good when he has space. He'll knock mm. the ball past his man and he'll beat him like that. Mm -hmm. Chukweza is the complete opposite. Chukweza wants the ball as close to him as possible. Exactly. So there's two complete opposites on, mm. on um, each flank, and that's exactly. going to be super fun to watch. And in between them, another great signing for AC Milan, Noah Okafor from Red Bull Salzburg for 14 million. 23 years old, the guy can play as a winger, he can play as a striker. He is known for ruining the career of now teammate... <laughs> Pierre Kalulu, after he bagged a goal for Milan, after putting the ball through Kalulu's legs and then putting the ball through Mike Manian's legs, the guy looks very, very good. Yeah. The question is, is he going to be the starting striker? Is he going to rotate with Giroud? Is Chukweza going to start on the right wing or is it going to be Pulisic? Is Pulisic going to play as an attacking midfielder? The options that Milan have to their arsenal for next season are absolutely yes. crazy, bro. What do you make of their Mercato so far? So... When it comes to the players brought in, they all have one thing in common, and that is clear talent. Yes. You don't have any of... These guys can all play very well. They're all high-technique players. You Absolutely. Know? Um, granted, the output isn't great. For example, Noah Okafor, you look at Noah Okafor, last, games in, last season in the Austrian League, he played 21 games, he got seven goals and three assists. Not crazy. Not crazy, you know. He got three goals in six Champions League games, which is a very good sign. Mm -hmm. Because um, they're not often the favourite. No exactly, Salzburg. exactly. Um, and against Milan, he was one of the liveliest players in both games. Absolutely. Um, his best domestic season was in 2021, where he got nine goals and nine assists. So once again, not a very productive striker, but a very talented striker. Mm -hmm. And he does. He didn't always play striker for he them as well. He can play on the wing as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, that's a very good point. Um, you look at Chukwez as well, not the most productive. Last season he had 27 starts, he got 6 goals and 5 assists. Not crazy, but at least he brings a different dynamic Flair. to the team. Exactly. Um, you look at, for example, Reinders. Excuse my pronunciation. How do you... Reinders? I say Reinders. Reinders. He is super consistent. That's what's nice to see. He played 34 games in the Erev... How do you pronounce it? I, I don't Eredivisi. know. Erevizi. Erevizi. Eredivisie last season. He got three goals and eight assists. He also got two assists in the Conference League. So that's a player at least who doesn't really suffer from injuries. He is always there, no? Yeah, I think he's going to be fantastic yeah. for Milan in midfield. I, I think I the, so. the players that were signed, obviously you're talking about the output that they had and so on and so forth. I think systematically, they all fit the mould very, very mm -hmm. well. You look at a player like Noah Okafor, for example, I watched a video breaking down his style of play and the majority of work that he does is off the ball of when it comes yes. to the press. 
and that really helps with a purely system that is very offensive, a purely system that doesn't let the other team breathe, plays with the Gagan press, and he is going to be a, a fantastic player off the ball, whether Milan need a goal or whether Milan wants to salvage a point, for example, he's going to be key for them. Yes, in a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3, such as Milan play, um, there's going to be a new dynamic now, because Giroud, God bless him, I love him, but he can't press as intensely no, as a younger no, 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 profile no. can. Um, yeah, and this guy is going to give Milan a new dynamic. I'm also very happy with Marco Sportiello as a second goalkeeper. He Definitely. kept Musso out of Atalanta yeah. last season. Last eight games of the yeah. season, it was Sportiello. He has 199 say, uh, appearances. That is always good to have on your bench as well. Um, love the streak. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and um, Luca Romero, of course, exciting young talent. Now, there has actually been a rule change that has um, benefited Milan. So Swiss nationals, prior to this rule being implemented, were already mm-hmm. accepted as um, EU nationals. So they didn't mm-hmm. take up non-EU slots. The same thing has been introduced for English players. There so Ruben Loftus-Cheek no longer takes up a non-EU spot for Milan. And therefore, Chukweza was not the last one. Exactly. So that means Milan can now move for Kamada, who they were after and who had actually been waiting for Milan. Yes. Taremi. Probably still is waiting for Probably Milan. Probably still is, bro. I love the guy. So sweet. He's waiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taremi of Porto, the very intelligent striker who moves very well off the yes. ball and is very opportunistic. 30 year old Israeli whose yeah. numbers are ridiculous. He scores wherever he's, he is. He's a he bomber. Goes. He's a 20 goal a season striker. Exactly. Um, and then you have Bulaya who I personally, that's my favorite person. I really hope it happens, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, Milan also wants um, a deputy left back for Teo, and they're considering Califiori of Basel or Rogerio of Sassuolo or Rogerio of Atalanta. Mm. Personally, I don't think the Rogerio shout is too bad. I'm not a big fan of, of him and of Sassuolo defenders in general. But as a mm. vice, you know, Teo is quite reliable. Mm. He doesn't miss many games. Uh, he, he doesn't excite me the same way that mm. Balotoure doesn't excite me. Yeah, I, exactly. I think there's a similar level over yeah. there. I don't think it's an upgrade. Um, but when you have a player like Teo Hernandez who can play 38, 39 matches a season unless he gets a red card yeah. um, every now and then or, or an accumulation of yellow cards... You know, it, it, it is what it is. Rogerio isn't going to destroy the entire team, but he, he wouldn't be the ideal choice. It's more, um, so Milan still have, apparently after the most recent signing of Chukweze, it has been made clear by Jerry Cardinale that there are around five more signings mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. made. The left back being one of them. Um, two midfielders, at least. A centre-back after Gabia parted ways. And probably um, a striker. And probably a striker, yeah. still. So apparently, um, uh, Musa is a top priority for Milan in, midf- in the midfield. Yes, the Villarreal um, midfielder. Uh, Valencia. Valencia, Valencia yes, right. midfielder. Uh, Milan have offered 18 million, but Valencia wants 25. For him, he's just 20 years old. He's half American, half English. Um, seems like a good player. I think he can grow into the team. He's not going to mm. be a starter when he comes in, but a good player to have, especially right. when you know they ha- they Milan still need a player that can dispossess players. Mm-hmm. And I think Musa can be that guy. Um, I'm not too sold on Musa personally. Um, I know that he has been kept out of Valencia's plans, plans for technical reasons. Mm. Um, I've heard mixed 
reviews of them, but there is an analytical approach. So I'm sure that they see something that might not be obvious to the eye. Yeah. Um, Singo is another profile that they're after as a vice Calabria, perhaps. Maybe mm. Florenzi would be off after that because his wages are quite high. Yes. Cabral was the latest rumor in attack. Fiorentina's Cabral. Gimme, that gimme, would gimme. be another nice. Gimme, gimme. Morata, of course, has also been rumored. I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much sums up Milan's Mercato so far. It's been it's been action packed. So obviously, as as a Milan fan, my past couple of weeks have been um, following new footballers on Instagram and DMing them, "Welcome, brother." Um, <laughs> it, it's just such a nice process. We're not we're not used to this. Obviously, it's been um, quiet Mercatos over the past few Mercatos. The last time Milan had a Mercato like this was under. What's his fucking face, man? Young Hong Lee. Yes, under under Young Hong Lee, when when you know a, a bunch of signings were made, uh, Luis Adriano, Fassone, and Mirabelli. Exactly. Um, a bunch of signings were made over there, perhaps less strategic and more profile based. Uh, and older players signed for high fees, like Biglia yeah. brought in for like twenty million. Bonucci was, was brought in as well from Juve. Mm. Kalinic. Kalinic, Musacchio, uh, Andre Silva. Back then we were blinded. We thought it was, we thought yeah, we were gonna win great. everything. Uh huh. But but I think it's more strategic yeah. th- this time round. I I think Maldini will be pissed off. Like, why didn't I have this budget? Probably because you wouldn't have sold Sandro Tonali. Is the <laughs> is the answer? Yeah. And Tonali was pivotal for Milan when it comes to Milan's success over the past two years. It's no secret, especially in the Scudetto winning season and also reaching the Champions League semifinals um, last season. But his biggest contribution was probably this season <laughs> with all the signings. That, you that you horrible, horrible me. bastard. I mean, we'll see at the end of at the end of next season. But it, it is a massive contribution, yeah. no? <laughs> I, I think his best contribution was in John the Wick. Last <laughs> Not in Star Wars, bro. <laughs> Couldn't think of an Adam Driver film, so I just went for the other guy. What's his name? John Wick. What the fuck is that guy's name? Ah, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah. Okay, we'll move on to Atalanta. Yes. Before we get the usual... Go for this one. 30 of... minutes on Milan, uh, five on the rest. <laughs> You're right. We never get that. We criticize ourselves for that, bro. We've right. never gotten that feedback. You're right. So don't be the first one. <laughs> Atalanta. So Atalanta have been busy hustling United, asking for 90 million for Rasmus. <laughs> like for Rasmus like relaxing, Jesus Christ. I believe the last the last news was United offered 50 million plus 10 million in bonuses, but Atalanta won 70. They're just having fun. I, I mean, at, at this point, they're they're looking around them. They're seeing Onana to United for 52 million. They're seeing Tonali to Newcastle. Uh, for 64 million and they're saying you know fucking what man we can do this we can play this game as well and we can reinvest and Atalanta have been playing this game for a very long time yes they've been selling high for a while Sam Lammers is a guy who has been sold to Rangers for 3.5 million euros and Jeremy Boga will be leaving the league after quite a few years now we use him at Sassuolo as well Uh Um, just a season just a season and a half at Atalanta Mm -hmm. really didn't hit the ground running it was a bit of a weird signing in the first place he never no, it, it simply didn't make sense. They didn't play with a winger. Exactly. But then they tried to play 3-4-3 and it just became very strange. Yeah. Um, he's often east for 20 million, so they even managed to get 20 million for him over there. Now, they've brought in El Bilal 
Toure from Almeria for 30 million. He's a 21-year-old striker who is physically strong and can finish very well. He had 15 starts in La Liga last season. Um, he's from Mali. He scored seven goals and got two assists. He played in France from 2019 to 2022 with Rem, scoring <laughs> nine times and getting five assists in 31 starts. So the young man is definitely capable of scoring goals. He looks like a Duvan Zapata type of mold. And that guy is also rumored to be leaving Duvan Zapata. Um, apparently Monza like mm. him. That would be cool. Yeah, that, that would be very cool. Yeah. Duvan Zapata to Monza. Very cool. They've brought in Adopo from Torino, the 23-year-old defensive midfielder. We've seen what he can do. He only had three starts for Torino last year. Um, six appearances off the bench. Nothing too crazy, but it, he does seem like the type of player that Atalanta and Gasperini can refine and mold him into the profile. Yes, they, 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 they also like. need someone to break down play. Like they've they've got a, a good midfield that can play the ball around with players like Daron, mm. uh, players like Pasalic, players like Cope Miners. But where's the grit? Whereas the aggression in the midfield, I do believe that Adopo can bring a little yes, bit of yes. that he'll, to he'll, this team. He'll become a very intelligent player in no time. Yeah. Um, Mitchell Bucker has been brought in from Bayer Leverkusen for 10 million. A very exciting player over here. A pacey left wing back or left back kind of... Um, a crab. Kind of a crab the way he moves. He is it. a crab. Because he gets the ball... <laughs> And instead of going straight, he goes sideways. It's, right? it's, yeah. I, I've never, I've never seen anyone move the way this guy moves, Bucker. Um, but it, it, it's unorthodox. Yeah. But he looks great. Yeah. He looks like that left wing back that they haven't had since Gorsons. Yeah. Um, definitely an upgrade for them. He's got a rocket in his pocket he as does, well, Bucker. 19 starts in Germany last year with three goals and two assists. He also scored and assisted in five European European Europa League starts. Hmm. Um, he has 22 starts with PSG as well. He was actually bred yes. over there as a player. Yes. But Gasperini has made a comment on Bakker. He said that he's the one of the new signings who's struggling the most. Now, I don't know if these are mind games or if he's maybe... Just randomly picking on him because he likes him, but mm. I don't know. Uh, why do you think he would publicly say that about a new signing in preseason? It's strange, man. There are there are managers like Gasperini and Mourinho who throw their players under under the bus. The last time I, I remember Gasperini making a comment like this about one of his players was about Malinowski. And moments after he said that, he sold him. He said he yeah. needs an attacking midfielder that can get more than six goals a season, pretty much. And and, yeah. and then he sold him. So if history will repeat itself, it means that Bakker doesn't have a long stay over there. But since he just joined, I'm sure he's just trying to, you know, motivate him and put some pressure on him. Yeah, probably. Um, Sead Kolasinac, you'll remember this man from Arsenal, has been playing at Marseille and has been picked up by Atalanta on a free. Um, he's 30 years old nowadays. He had 26 starts last season for Marseille. He actually got four goals and one assist. I expect he'll form part of their back three. I think um, so too. Yeah, he had a very... Interesting viral video, remember, when he chased off a mugger? Yes, bro. Oh, my God, with Ozil. Yeah. They, these, these muggers went to steal their watches. Ozil got into the car and almost started driving away. And this guy was just intimidating three men holding knives, yeah. bro. Just like, I'm going to fucking punch you. And they're all, like, running away. It was crazy. You know, he, he brings aggression. He brings grit. 
Um, he has struggled with injuries and that has impacted his fitness quite a bit when it comes to his explosiveness and his pace, mm. which was something that he had in the beginning of his stay um, with Arsenal, but even less so now, which is why I see him um, as more of a centre-back at Atalanta. It's good for him that they play with a three at the back because he's not the most defensively sound player. I think it was a smart signing for that reason. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And mm. the fact that they got him on a free isn't bad. Do I think yeah. Atalanta can do better? Yes. Do I think that they got a coup? Yes. Yeah, fair enough, bro. Roma. Roma. So, when it comes to the players that have left Roma so far, um, it's been Benjamin Tahirovic, who's gone to Ajax for 7.5 million. We all remember the few games he had towards the latter stages of the season last year when Roma were hit with a bunch of injuries. Justin Kluivert, after spending some time out on loan, obviously the son of... Patrick Kluivert, um, he has joined Burnmouth for 11.2 million, uh, some good money for Roma over there. Christian Volpato, the Australian-born Italian midfielder, known for his last-minute goal on, on his uh, debut. If I'm not mistaken, it was his debut where he scored a, a winner. He scored two goals yes, um, yes, um, last season or the season before. Um, memories a bit foggy over there But Christian Volpato, a good talent He's joining Sassuolo He will definitely be um, a great signing for them And will continue to contribute to Sassuolo's strong midfield Ruben Providence has joined Hartberg for 300 million So, oh my god, yeah. for 300k And <laughs> breaking the global <laughs> record transfer <laughs> And Filippo Missori has also joined Sassuolo for 2.5 Million, so a bit of movement here. Some good money, um, mm -hmm. made by, by Roma around 25 million worth of transfers over here. And the, using they haven't really used that amount, to, cent, they haven't bro. spent a cent, much like last season, where yeah. they signed players like Gene Vinaldum um, and Dybala without and, and Bellotti without spending a single cent. Similarly, this year they have signed Evan Indica from Frankfurt on a free. Young centre-back, just 23 years old, uh, very strong in the air. He played 38 games last season and he managed four goals and four assists uh, the season before in Germany. Um, Rasmus Christensen from Leeds on a free. He is a 26-year-old right-back. He had 21 Premier League starts last year. Three goals and one assists, which is his most productive season yet. And Hussam Awar from Lyon, centre midfielder, 25 years old, six starts and had one goal and one assist in the league last season. Um, his best season was in 2018-2019 where he had seven goals and seven assists. And he also managed seven goals and three assists in 2020-2021. So, nothing crazy yes. for Roma. But so far, it just seems like they trust in their starting eleven. And it's just maintenance, yes. you know? Um, that seems to be the case. However, they do want a striker. And the profiles that they're looking at are Skamaka, who apparently they're very close with Amorino appreciation. Yes. Skamaka actually wants to join Roma. He's a Roma fan. Yeah. Um, Morata's another profile they were looking at, and Mourinho appreciates his services. Well, many managers like the idea of Morata more than the fans do in reality. Mm. No, it, it's, it's funny to think mm -hmm. he's obviously a, a good squad player, brings good pace if, if that... Mm -hmm. Offside rule does come into play, then then he <laughs> yeah. will be a, a better striker. Um, 
but he, he's unfortunately um, overpaid his entire career. He's been overpaid his entire career. He makes around six million a season, and and that is what he's asking for. Yes, so, which is fair enough. No, those are your rates. Those are your those rates. are your rates, brother. Um, they are also focusing on getting the Bala a new contract because they are terrified of losing him. I'm um, surprised they haven't yet. Yes, twenty he's million. He's got a twenty million release clause. Crazy. Crazy. Milan need attacking midfielder. They can do it tomorrow. Like, yeah. uh, fucking Honestly, hell. Honestly, at this rate. But of course, a player would have to be willing to leave. And I think he's enjoyed himself so far in Rome. Absolutely. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens there if they manage to tie him down. Other than that, Roma, I don't think there's anything... Well, they're apparently interested in Renato Sanchez. Renato Sanchez, A of player course. that joined Milan like five times officially. <laughs> <laughs> without ever stepping foot in Milan. Leao announced it once as well, <laughs> as well but a few comments here and there. Honestly, and, and you look at these guys like Awar as well. Mm. How is Awar only 25 years old? Hey, he's been it seems like he's been around with, for ages, with bro. With say uh, teams for so long. Hey. I think Indica is a good signing. I think mm. when you look at, for example, Ibanez's performances last season, I think Indica might be a starter. Over there Um, I think Mancini and Smalling Are two great centre-backs That are are very, you know Mourinho-esque defenders Um, I think even He is a a Mourinho-esque defender Um, I just said his name Ibanez Ibanez. Um, But he's too error-prone He's very good at at playing his part In set-piece situations But he struggles a lot defensively And a lot on the bigger stages And Mourinho does want his team to be on the bigger stages So I do anticipate that Indica Is there to directly take Ibanez's role As we discussed in previous episodes, Ibanez's problem is purely psychological at this point. Um, He starts to wonder, you know, am I going to make a mistake? Oh my God, I'm going to make a mistake. And he makes a mistake. Yeah. Or at least Indica has been brought in to play two matches a season against Lazio. (laughs) There we go. So moving on to Juventus. Juventus have sales to make, but they have players on high wages and they don't have European football. So before they can actually make moves in the market and exercising Juntoli as their sporting director, they need to figure out who they're going to sell and how they're going to sell them. Yes. Um, there have been rumors, however, many, many rumors. And there has actually been one signing. They've brought in Timothy Weah from Lille for 11.3 million. Who's his dad? His dad is the former Ballon d'Or winner, Weah, George Weah. Yes. Of course. And, and, form, and former and president of Liberia. Current president of Liberia. Something like current that. Current or former president of Liberia. But anyway, um, Timothy Weah has played as a striker, as a right winger and as a right back, but has commented that he would prefer to play as the number nine for the event <laughs> this season. All right, dog. Smiles, <laughs> smiles in Allegri. <laughs> Right, he's a right-footed 23-year-old pacey finisher. You know, he's got um, last season he played 29 games in League One. He scored two goals. His best season was in 2021-2022, where he got three goals and four assists in 29 games. So when it comes to his output, it's not fantastic, but he's definitely talented. He's definitely a direct replacement of Quadrado. <laughs> yes. This guy saying he wants to play number nine. I don't think that will be the case. But he's a very versatile player, very raw. Mm-hmm. As well He's also played as left back before I've seen clips yeah, of him playing as left back cool. mm-hmm. So Juve have also lost Angel Di Maria to Benfica on a free Juan Cuadrado to Inter on a free And Paredes back to PSG at the end of his loan And I'm sure Juve fans will breathe a sigh of relief over there <laughs> 
Um, I think Juventus's market can be unlocked if this whole Mbappe situation with PSG um, actually hits the fan, you know. Um, Mbappe going to Saudi Arabia for a season, making bank and joining Real Madrid for free is a hypothesis that has been discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, that would free up a striker spot for Paris Saint-Germain and they could go for Vlaovic. They have been interested in Vlaovic and they'd pay for him. Um, yeah, and that would give Juve some leeway and they could actually make some signings over there. Definitely. That, that's, a, that's a very good point. Um, at this point, I don't know if they'd want to lose Vlaovic. I know he's underperformed. Is Allegri to blame? Is he to blame? Is the whole situation to blame? I mean, everyone underperformed for Juve last year. So it's hard to put the blame anywhere, really. But Juve are in a very tough situation. Like you said, no Europe next year. Their pull factor seems to be compromised. They play a boring brand of football under Allegri, and I do think that that's recognized mm-hmm. um, from potential em- employees, from, from potential <laughs> yeah. Yeah. players that could join their team. It's it's a it's a weird one. Is it how much is it going to affect them next year? I believe it's going to affect them significantly. I think it'll be Juve fighting hard to get top four next yeah, year, yeah. fighting. Hard. They they will they will play very defensively. They'll get a lot of one nil victories. It doesn't mean that they're not gonna be a good side. But wow, if things keep on going exactly, if things keep on going this way, it's gonna be the Juve of last year and the Juve of the year before. Yes, Lukaku and Kessi are the latest names to be mentioned for Juventus. Um, Lukaku going to Juve would make a crazy derby d'Italia when they face Inter eventually Absolutely. in the league. Um, Kessi would be a fantastic signing for them. Currently one of those players that you can get on a coup because he hasn't performed to his best no. abilities. We've seen what he can do at Atalanta and at Milan and he is an absolute cheat code in midfield. Um, mm. Even the fact that when you have the lead, you just give him the ball near the corner flag and he has outmuscles three players. Mm-hmm. That's so much fun to watch and mm-hmm. such a good... It's such a good thing to have on your team, that strength, that raw power. He can solve a lot of issues yes. that Juventus have. He's a very, very talented player and much better with the ball at his feet than people think. Mm-hmm. He's a very intelligent player, Cassie. Udinese's Pereira is available for free and he might also join Juve. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for Juve. We can move on to Fiorentina. Yes, so Fiorentina have been... Rather active, as they typically are in transfer windows, to be fair. So out so far, they have Lorenzo Venuti, who has gone to Lecce on a free. Quite a good signing for Lecce over there. Jakub Rasmussen has joined Brondby for 3 million. Ricardo Saponara to Hellas Verona on a free. At least he's going to get a lot of minutes over there. Not that he didn't get a lot of minutes at Fiorentina. He was starting most games over there. Fantasy football, he's mine. No, you can, you can forget about it. Guys, Ricardo Saponara is a brilliant, brilliant signing for Hellas Verona. What were Hellas Verona last season? Donkeys. What are they not going to be next season? Donkeys. This guy is going to bring the IQ. This guy is going to bring the movement. This guy is going to bring everything to yeah. Verona next year. He is off on a free over there. Um, Alexa Terzic has joined Salzburg for 5.5 million, whilst Igor has joined Brighton for 20 fucking million. What a move there by Fiorentina yeah. to make 20 million on the guy that lost them. 
the Conference League final. Yeah, honestly, um, amazing selling spree. Br- by, brilliant, by, brilliant. By the, they've made more than 30 million. Yeah, well, not, no, not they've made mention, 28 million, 28.5 not million. Not to mention that Amrabat United is probably happening, 25 million plus bonuses. Um, but they have many, many gaps in their squad to fill. They need a goalkeeper. Absolutely. They're looking at the likes of Montepo, Maximiano, Audero. They're even looking at Falcone, but Falcone is going to be staying at Lecce. And mm-hmm. Baschirotto is a top defensive target for them to, be, to mm. replace Igor. That would be really mm. cool. That would be very good. They're also looking at fullbacks. Um, Zanoli and Jondre in particular They like Maxime Lopez, Pereira, Schouten Inzola, Orsolini and Dia They also like Lucas Beltran He's a defender from River Plate He's Jesus a hot Christ. target But he costs 20 What million. are they? Me when I was 13 With all these crushes with all, I like her, yeah. I like her, I like her, I like her I like her. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they just like everyone Fiorentina The players that they've signed so far are Arthur Melo <clears throat> Pardon me from um loaned in from Juventus with an option to buy of 20 million not a bad player Artur Melo um just not worth the amount of money that he's been traded for in the past there was this whole thing about did he land in in Florence ah, did, he, yes. did he flee Florence yes. but he's there guys he signed he's held up the shirt he signed the contract there was a there random article medical cancel <laughs> he's just fucked up Abdel Hamid Sabiri from Sampdoria for 4 million. I think he's a fantastic, fantastic fit for Fiorentina. I think having him and Baraka's options behind that striker is, is just amazing. You either have the elegance of one or the fucking ferociousness of the other. Just 4 million euros as well since Sampdoria were relegated. Abdel Hamid Sabiri to Fiorentina. Fabiano Parisi, another fantastic signing here for Fiorentina, the left back from Empoli for 10 million. Um, yes, left back because there's right back written here. Brother, yeah. he's a left back. Vice <laughs> um, for Biragi, probably a lot of rotation over there. We know Italiano and that he enjoys rotation. Um, Parisi is, is just one hell of a coup for them. A player that is worth, to me, more than 10 million is just he was at Empoli. Yeah, that's it. Um, he's their best signing so far. He could have easily gone to a bigger team, but I think he wanted a guaranteed starting spot over there. His breakout season was in 2021, where he had 16 starts. He developed nicely into a vital piece for our Zanetti system, and eventually in his second season managed 33 appearances and two goals, and would also join the midfield in the build-up mm, play and mm. play kind of like Theo Hernandez. Does. Yeah. yeah. You, you said guaranteed starter. I mean, they have... Um, Beragi, I think Parisi might displace him. Uh, the captain, Beragi. You never know, bro. You never know, but I don't <laughs> think he's a guaranteed start. I think he needs to fucking. But fight it's more if he wants my my, my point is more like he's more likely to replace Beragi than he is to replace Teo, Teo DeMarco, or DeMarco. Absolutely, exactly. absolutely. Mario Rui at the moment. Mm. You know that's true. That's true. Um, yes, bro. What do you think about Arthur Melo? He didn't play for Liverpool at all and he wasn't really suitable for Allegri when he was at Juve. He was good at Barca between 2018 and 2019. Was he though? He was okay? Ah, he was hailed to be a very good player there. Mm. Mm. I, I think he's a... I, I think he's a very good talent. I think he's mm-hmm. a talented player. I think he's a very intelligent player. Um, he's still rather young, 27 years old in that midfield role. But the simple fact of the matter is he has been inactive for a while. 
And I think that has a lot to do with maybe his attitude or his personality. Because how could you go to Liverpool, not play a single game over there? How could you go to Juventus and barely make any noise over there? He had, like you said, a couple of good seasons at, at Barcelona last year. But when you have Busquets on your side, it's a bit easy to look, yeah. to look good. But he was fluid over there. He moved the ball around. And then suddenly he was caught up in this 90 million euro trade, 80 million euro trade. And ever since that, he's just fallen off the radar completely. And maybe, hopefully, this move to Fiorentina will help him get that confidence that he had and revitalize his career. Apologies. Yes, bro. Um, another signing I'm worried about here, well worried about, it's only 4 million euro, but Abdelhamid Sabiri has never actually mm. quite played a full season. Um, and that's really strange to me. He had 12 starts for a terrible Sampdoria side last year and nine starts the year before. I found that to be very, very odd. Man. It's odd. He's obviously their, yeah. their star player like Sampdoria. But then you watch him play and you realize that he doesn't contribute much defensively. His work rate isn't very high. He doesn't often get involved in games, he, you know. To, to me, he plays a bit more... Um, he plays a bit more defensively than, than I think he should. He doesn't contribute defensively. I think the guy is a secondary striker. I don't think he's an attacking midfielder. I think his strengths would be much closer to goal. I, I, I think he's being played out of position, which is crazy because I, I'm, I'm wrong. You think he's a secondary striker? I think he's a second striker, Sabiria. I, I think his qualities are that of a secondary striker. I think a he's bit of a, a, a bit of an Ilicic. I, I view him more as kind of that... Almost a Suso mold, you know what I mean? Kind of like... He can't play, that's why I said Illichich, he can play out wide, he can play behind the striker, yeah, but not, not, not a not a trick He's not mobile star. enough to be ah, a striker, yeah. that's the thing. No, no that's why secondary. Yeah. I, I, don't think, I don't think he's a trick artista. I don't think he's a mezzala, and that's where mm. he's been, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. deployed. Yeah. I really don't think that's his position, but who, who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Um, well, at Fiorentina, he's going to have to play on the right or in midfield. Yeah, probably. in a midfield three as, as a mezzala. So probably. So like or, or, or not, maybe Abdel Hamid. You're gonna have to uh, deal with it. <laughs> and thing is, he is versatile in the sense that we've seen him play Trequartista, stuff. Seen yeah, him he's play technical mezzala. enough to get away with it. Exactly, like he could come on for Barak, and he can come on for Bonaventura, and and he can come on for Ricone, and he can come on for Nico. You, you know what yeah, I mean? He's yeah, he's. Yeah. He's versatile like that. He's versatile or he doesn't have a position. I think he'll probably play in midfield because they have so many wingers. Yeah, I think but so. Anyway. I think so. Um, is that it for Fiorentina? That yes, is we it. mentioned everyone and their mom who they're linked with. <laughs> um, Bologna. Now, what have Bologna been doing? So they've brought in Sam Bukema mm -hmm. from AZ Alkmaar for 10 million. He's a centre-back. He's 24 years old. Um, he's a big guy, you know, he's a, he's a traditional defender, you know, he's not about pace or ball control, he's literally mm -hmm. there to win you aerial duels, to win you tackles, to regain possession, he's that yes. type of defender. In yes. two seasons with AZ, he managed 54 appearances, five goals and one assist as well, he's mm -hmm. developing into a dependable, solid defender. Yes, him and Sao Mauro will be frightening next to each other, yes. to say the least. <laughs> um, Usama El Azuzi is a player who has come in for Bologna. Azuzi, Azzistouli. Azzistouli. From Union SUG for 2 million euros. Um, he's a centre midfielder, 22 years old. He can play the ball around very well. He's got he had 30 games with Union SUG last year. 
he hardly started, but he came on in most games. If Dominguez eventually leaves, this guy will be the replacement. Definitely. Now, Bologna have also let go of Casius to his at Alkmaar for 3 million euros. Roberto Soriano has left on a free. Gary Medel has joined Vasco da Gama on a free. And Nicola Sansone is currently a free. Yes, a lot of... Um, like, when you look at Soriano, Medel and Sansone, like, okay, they weren't the biggest contributors to Bologna. Soriano had a weak season last year and seems like he's been declining. Sansone, mm. whenever he plays, he looks really selfish, although he has his good moments. Um, Medel was very important for them two seasons ago, but he is getting older. Is he a centre-back? Is he a defensive midfielder? His fitness has gone back a little bit. Um, but three players that were... Not staples. key to Bologna, but staples, exactly, yes. staples. And, and they lost them all on a free. So I, I think if I were a supporter of Bologna, I would be upset to see all that movement on a free. And I know because I'm a Milan supporter, so I've seen but all that movement it's, on it's a free. The, a new reign, no? It's Motta and, it's, and it's Motta rem- wants more modern players. These guys are outdated nowadays. Ah, and and they're, they're removing the... The, what do they say? Removing the bad grass? What ah, do they call they're, they're trimming, trimming the fat. They're, tri- <laughs> they're trimming yes. the fat, exactly. Um, Fiorentina are after Dominguez. Many clubs are after Dominguez. Yes. Arnautovic is currently hot property. Bologna are after Balotore, Calafiori <laughs> and Cambiaso. They're all targets. Um, they're also monitoring 29-year-old Bernardeschi, who wants to mm-hmm. return to Europe, of course, as we discussed. Um, Himad Abdelli is on the radar He's Algerian, class of 99 Playing for Angers in League 1 Yes So yes, that's what's going on with Bologna mm. at the moment Yes sir, interesting to see what Motta's men will do next year Moving on to Torino Who have been quite active this year um, When it comes to the players that have left the club As we've already mentioned Michel Adopa has gone to Atalanta on a free Didn't exactly have a thrilling spell with Torino um, However, as we mentioned Could be quite effective with Atalanta um, Olaina, who also had n- nothing to write home about mm. um, uh, Spell at yeah. Torino um, He is off to um, pardon me, Nottingham Forest on a free, our favourite English team mm-hmm. um, will be interesting to see how he fares over there it's always interesting to see um, players leaving Italy to join the Premier League obviously Olain has no stranger to the English game came up through the ranks at Chelsea and he's back home, back in the United Kingdom and also Magnus Warming has left to join Brand for 700k when it comes to the players that have joined, a few very good coups over here for Torino, uh, namely the signing of Adrian Tamez from Hellas Verona, the 29-year-old defensive midfielder, known for being quite an all-rounder in that, in that midfield area, uh, one of Hellas Verona's loyal players that stayed through when, when all of these players were moving to uh, other big clubs. Known for his stints at Atalanta, Hellas Verona and Nice. He will bring loads of experience to the side. He has 115 games in Serie A with five goals and two assists. Nothing flashy, but he certainly gets the job done. Uh, Raul Bellanova joined from Cagliari for 7 million. The 23-year-old right back who spent the last season on loan at Inter with an option to buy. Um, didn't get that many opportunities at Inter, which is why he was let to go back to Cagliari, who made 7 million off of his sale as he joins 
Torino, he'll be very important for them. He had 18 appearances only for Inter last year. He brought lots of energy, but little output. Um, a hot talent during his Milan Primavera days. Um, and he, he is, in fact, the gentleman that leaked Chiellini's nudes. His vision has never been his strong suit, which, which, is, which goes hand in hand uh, with the fact that he brought no output. Um, he didn't see Chiellini's massive dick in the background as he took... <laughs> That photo with Cristiano Ronaldo. He went to Bordeaux, Atalanta, Cagliari, and eventually Inter. And now he joins Torino for his new stint. Um, Mihai Papa. I love it when you call me Mihai Papa. Um, throw your hands in the air. Um, uh, he has joined from voluntary on a free. He's a 22-year-old goalkeeper. Uh, he's Romanian and he never played outside Romania. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do for Torino. Will he bench Vanya? Probably not. Richie is currently hot property at Torino. Of course, everyone seems to want him, but Cairo demands 30 million. And we all know Cairo and how hard he is to negotiate with. Um, Singo is also wanted by Milan, of course, as we discussed. Now, there's an Argentine talent called Alejo Veliz, born in 2003. Um, he plays for Club Atletico Rosario Central, and he's wanted by Torino, who will probably offer 6 million for him. Torino also want to keep Vlasic, but West Ham are asking for 13 million and they're still trying to negotiate there, while distance with Atalanta for Miranchuk is still very much there and it looks mm. unlikely that Miranchuk will be staying in Torino. Mm. Well, another perhaps season where um, Juric is, is going to be a little bit displeased about the mm. transfer market once again due to, due to Ky Cairo not listening to the talented coach's demands. Um, but, however... Tamez and Belanova are two good coups uh, for this team. Yes. Uh, I do believe that those are two very good signings for them and there's still a month left, so we'll see what they can do. Hopefully they won't be letting go of either uh, Vlasic or Miranchuk because those two really bring a lot of intelligence, a lot of flair and a lot and a lot of output um, to that front three, especially with Tony Sanabria down the middle. I agree, bro. When it comes to Monza, of course, um, after Berlusconi's death, it was the Greek tycoon who was in charge of Olympiakos. And um, who else? there was a Premier League team as well. I can't quite remember at the moment. Who Leeds. Leeds, yes. And I can't remember his name. And probably even if I did, I would mispronounce it. <laughs> so he is currently the owner of Monza and they have made a few moves now. Obviously, they needed to redeem everyone who had yes. um, clauses, survival clauses in their contract, exactly. basically. So they already had a lot to spend over there. Now, Christian Gitker has gone to Venezia on a free. He will be um, up top with your favorite Poyan Polo. Bro. Yes. That's a Viking partnership. Yes, sir. Christian Gitker and Poyan Polo oh, up front together. For Venezia. And they have also sold Cranio. Um, well, it's a loan with option for an undisclosed fee to Sassuolo. That's a great yes. coup by Sassuolo over there. Very, Cranio. very good coup. It, it was a no-brainer for a team that needed a goalkeeper, maybe one of the smaller teams to, to go in and, yeah. and show faith to Cranio because on his day he's a marvelous goalkeeper and for a long time he was known to be the next big thing for yes, goalkeepers it's in Italy. just a shame for him that his competition was Di Gregorio who is a fantastic goalkeeper Alessio Cranio actually played one game last season it was a 3-0 loss to Salernitana he yes. didn't play again um, Monza have made two signings so far official um, they've brought in Valentin Carboni from Inter on loan with um, I believe it's an option or an obligation I can't mm -hmm. quite remember mm -hmm. and Roberto Gagliardini on a free now what to expect from these guys now Valentin Carboni is 
quite versatile. He can be a, an attacking midfielder, a center forward, or a right winger. He's only 18 years old. He has five appearances of the bench for Inter last season, 29 appearances, five goals, and five assists with the Primavera. And he played his first ever Champions League game against Bayern Munich last year. He got called up for Argentina in 2022. And fun fact, his brother, Franco Carboni, already plays with Monza and their dad manages the under-17 team. Wow, okay. So, That's yeah, interesting. It's a homecoming for him. Yeah. They also want to sign um, Arnautovic uh, or Duvan Zapata. Both are currently being mentioned um, as hot property throughout uh, the Serie A. Uh, Bernardeschi, as you mentioned earlier, is also who he wants a move back to Italy. Carlos Augusto is wanted by many, especially in the Premier League. It's no secret that this guy is the the hottest talent at the moment within that within that team. Um, and also the latest hot rumor is young striker Mate Arnautovic from Antunovic. Hajduk. Oh my God, Antunovic! You're right, yeah. uh, dyslexic <laughs> from from Hajduk Split. Now, as you mentioned, uh, part of the because you might, you might not be seeing sensational signings over here by Monza, but a lot of their efforts were, you know, redeeming the players that they had on loan with the likes mm-hmm. of Caprari, the Pessina. likes of Pessina, the likes of Sensi, um, so on and so forth. So, yeah, they spent a lot of money over there, and at this point, it's maintenance. I think Gagliardini is a good good player that they brought in, good squad player, and so is Carboni. Yes. Uh, hopefully more of what we saw last season for Monza with an even better start this time round. For sure, bro. Moving on to Udinese. Yes, Udinese. Um, when it comes to the players that have left Udinese so far, tall guy Arslan will no longer be playing for them. He has moved to Australia on a free Melbourne City um, who finished second in the Australian A-League last year, just behind the Central Coast Mariners. I watched those two teams go head-to-head last season live. Um, mm. Rodrigo Becao has joined Fenerbahce for $8.3 million. He was a staple in Udinese's team for so many years. Milan fans will all breathe a sigh of relief to know that Becao is no longer going to be scoring against them. Um, and also... Massive, massive loss for Udinese is their captain, Pereira. He's off on a free. So he's a free agent right now. It would be silly not to see a team pick him up. And I'm surprised he's not a Watford player at this point. (laughs) Now, when it comes to the players that have joined Udinese, not many big names, um, but Udinese aren't known for bringing in many big names. So they have Oyer Zarraga joining joining from Athletic Bilbao. He's a 24-year-old central midfielder he had six starts and 20 appearances off the bench for athletic bilbao he had eight starts the season prior uh, progress was at a halt and this is a new opportunity for him um i don't know too much about the player i don't know why he didn't get so many starts last season but hopefully his career will be revitalized at odinese Brenner joined from Cincinnati for 10 million. He's a 23-year-old striker known for his pace and finishing. Uh, he has 115 games, 40 goals, and 10 assists in Brazil and the USA. Like you said, you can only score when you play, and that's exactly what he's done in those leagues. Yes, Lorenzo Luca. This is a move that I love. Same here, bro. The Pisa giant striker. How tall is he, bro? Six. Six. Foot six, brother. Six That's foot two, six. 2.01 meters for those yes, of you. Yes, still 22 years mm-hmm. old, known for his strength, finishing, technique, hold-up play, and his aerial talent as well. 
Um, he's six foot six, which is two meters, like you said. Um, uh, it's surprising. It's always surprising to see uh, such a tall player with such good technique. I think that's exactly what he has. Um, he's a former Primavera top scorer uh, with 14 goals and... Sorry, and he also scored two goals in 14 games with Ajax and six goals in 35 for Pisa and 14 goals in 27 for Palermo. So he's had a bit of a mixed career so far, but he's still just 22 years old. Mm. And it's interesting to see finally what he gets to do at Serie A as a player you've been talking about for a while. A six foot six striker who had the Ajax experience. Yes, bro. He's so good at hold up play and that's probably the reason why those flick-ons and his intelligence and his awareness, I think he learned a lot in the Netherlands. Yes, I I, I think so too, bro. Um, Jordan Zamora has joined from Burnmouth on a free. He is Udojie's replacement. That's one thing we didn't mention. Udojie has left, but that was agreed a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Remind me Spurs. who he joined. Spurs in the Sperms. Premier League. Sperms. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jordan Zamora is a 23-year-old left back, a left-footed left back known for his pace and crossing, so he can be quite effective for them over there. He has 59 Premier League appearances with three goals and two assists. Christian Cabalese has joined from Watford. What? A Watford player joining Udinese? I wonder who is responsible for that. Not Pozzo. He is a Belgian experienced defender, probably coming in to replace Rodrigo Becao. We'll see what he is capable of over there. A cheap replacement, naturally. Also, Etienne Kamara has joined from Huddersfield for 2 million. He is a 20-year-old defensive midfielder known for his good passing, solid tackling, and he has 21 appearances for Huddersfield last season. No contributions. That is not what is expected of him. Very good, bro. Yes, um, Udinese, of course, have Samardzic, who's hot property, and they also like Duvan Zapata. There isn't much going on for them when it comes to rumours because it seems that they've been quite active already and they've actually brought in quite a few people and have been making moves in the market. Nice yeah. to see over there, Udinese. And I really like the Brenner and Luca combination. Yes. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. One of them is bound to, to get going, no? Exactly. Agreed, bro. Okay, moving on to Sassuolo, bro. Sassuolo have, of course, um, allowed Ricardo Marchizza to leave for 1.5 million. He has joined Frosinone. Um, Abdu Harui has also joined Frosinone for 2.5 million euros. Marco Sala has gone to Como and Khan Aihan has gone to Galatasaray for 2.8 million. Now, when it comes to who they've brought in, they've brought in Christian Volpato from Roma for 7.5 million euros. The right winger, he's 19 years old. He had 13 games, two goals, and one assist with Roma. Both Fi- last-minute goals. Both last-minute goals, very dramatic. Filippo Missori was brought in from Roma for 2.5 million euros. He's a 19-year-old right back. He had three appearances for Roma last season. We don't really know much about him, but a very exciting prospect over here was Samuele Mulattiri brought in from Inter for 6 million euros. He's a striker. He's 22 years old. He's pacey. He's a good finisher. He was at Frosinone last year and helped them win the league in Serie B. He had 29 games with 12 goals scored. He also scored five goals in Sassuolo's friendly 22-0 victory recently. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that that's definitely the 
competition that was needed for Pinamonti over there, especially yeah. another young Italian striker. Of course. Alessio Cranio was brought in from Monza on loan with option to buy for an undisclosed fee. He's 29 years old nowadays. He was one of the best goalkeepers in the league when he was at Cagliari. He played once for Monza, as discussed in a 3-0 loss to Salernitana and didn't play again. Of course, Di Gregorio is a very tough man to bench. Mattia Viti was brought in on loan with option to buy from Nice. He is a centre-back. 21 years old, left-footed. He had nine appearances for Nice last season. He even scored a goal for them. He played 20 games for Empoli in 21-22. And he also played with Ehrlich at Empoli. Oh, or okay. Ehrlich, however you want okay. to pronounce it. So that's, a, a, you know, you're getting a defensive duo who have played together before. Yes. That's also a good thing. Um, Daniel Boloca was brought in from Frosinone for 10 million euros. He is a centre-back also. He's 24 years old. He played 31 games in Serie B last season. He also managed to score two goals and he was pivotal for Frosinone's title victory. He is Romanian. Yes. When it comes to the movement that we'll be expecting or the rumours rather that have been going on, um, as we mentioned earlier, Rogerio has interest from Milan as well as Spartak. He'll have two very different roles over there. One as a vice and one potentially as a starter. Uh, Himad Abdelli is on the radar uh, with the Algerian class of 99 playing for Angers in League One. Um, they're also interested in Alejo Veliz, a 19-year-old striker who's owned by Rosario Central. Again, Sassuolo are this kind of team, right? They don't really sign any massive names. They either sign you if you're a young Italian upcoming talent or if you're an obscure player from somewhere and you want a team where you could learn how to be very tactically disciplined and, and showcase some of your flair, then Sassuolo is the place for you. Fantastic, bro. Yes, Sassuolo is a good place to develop and to grow. It's kind of... Uh, stepping stone for many of these young players. Yes, there, there's also been rumours about Berardi. Um, for a while, there was Berardi to Lazio mm. that seemed very close um, to happening. I don't know where they are right now with that. It's something that, that excited a lot of Lazio fans and a lot of Serie A fans, um, especially at a team like Lazio, having Berardi on one side and um, Zaccagni on, on the other side with a mobile up front. That's an Italian front three would be very exciting for them. But it seems to be halted. We yes. will keep you updated on, on what happens with, with Berardi. Yes, and if not on the podcast, on Instagram. Check exactly. us out there at Serie Spotlight. <laughs> Moving on to Empoli. When it comes to the players that have left Empoli so far, there's Fabiano Parisi, the left back who has joined Fiorentina for 10 million, as we mentioned earlier. Philip, massive loss for them over mm. there. Uh, Filippo Bandinelli has joined Spezia for 2.5 million, a good squad player that brought a lot of experience to the side. Mm. Um, and Guglielmo Vicario to Sperms for 20 million. One of the, well, probably the best performing goalkeeper last season. And you know what? Fuck it, he was just as good the season before. It's just he made a triple save and, and suddenly everyone knew about him. Yeah. Um, massive, massive loss for Empoli. You know, you know how much I love Vicario. Gonna gonna miss him tremendously in the league. But again, always exciting to see Italian players in the Premier League, and I will be keeping a close eye on him. He's definitely gonna bench Hugo Lloris. When it comes to the players that Empoli have brought in, number one, Emmanuel Giassi for two million from Spezia. Now. Where does this guy play? Is he a striker? Is he a right winger, a left winger, a right midfielder, a left midfielder? He seems to play pretty much all over the place. To be fair, his technique is 
also all over the place. Um, just he's an interesting player. He's never really caught my eye, but for some reason he was a constant starter at, at Spezia. And fuck it, for a team like Empoli, maybe he'll be a decent squad player. Who knows? Jazzy back in the day was known for his pace and the dribbling, right? Mm. But that's something that you don't really see from him anymore. Jazzy is versatile, as you said. He will always give you 100%. And he's a leader and a real man of the people. So mm. that's what you get when you get Jazzy. Is he a great player? Is his output great? No, no. But he's a good player. To have he's not a school. solution. Yeah. But hey, he's a two million player, captain of a previous Serie A team. Captain so of a previous Serie A team. Good Serie A experience. So just it to Empoli. We'll see what happens over there. Um, Elia Caprile has joined from Napoli on a loan. He is a 21-year-old goalkeeper. He is hailed as quite a hot talent. Um, and with Vicario leaving, maybe he will be able to get some minutes. We spoke about this earlier. He was Bari starting goalkeeper last year. He had a very good um, playoff spell. Um, and yeah, they were seconds away from promotion because of some top mm-hmm. saves that, that he made, but luck was not on their side in the, in, in the final. So interesting to see whether or not he will be their starter or whether they'll bring in someone else. I think he will be their starter. Filippo Rannocchia has joined from Juventus for, fi- for 500k. Um, he's a 22-year-old central midfielder. Um, he played 14 games and has one goal in Serie A last season with Monza. And 31 games and one goal for Vicenza in Serie B the season before. Daniel Maldini has joined Empoli on a loan from AC Milan. Naturally, his dad left and he left. Um, an attacking midfielder, 21 years old. Look... When it comes to Daniel Maldini, is he there because of his name? Maybe. But when you speak to or you hear the interviews rather of players that have trained with him, they do hail him as a very, very talented player. Maybe at Empoli is where we get to see that. We didn't really get to see it at Spezia last year, although he scored two very important goals, one against Milan, one against Inter. The guy doesn't settle for anything Mm. less than that. Um, He has 31 Serie A matches for Milan and Spezia scoring three goals in the meantime. It's funny, um, like I said, he scored against Milan and Inter and for Milan, he scored against Spezia. so yeah, it's it's it's. I think Empoli is a better fit for him than Spezia, where, um, and he's got a great manager over there in Zanetti, who hopefully will develop him into the player he is destined to be, having that Maldini surname. They've also signed Samuele Angori from Perugia for 200k. He is quite a versatile 19-year-old player. He's played as a left-back and as a central midfielder before. He has a very, very good left foot. He's known for his crossing as well as his work rate. He has 62 games and 16 assists for um, in, in the Primavera. Notice the profile. This is basically um, Paris, you know? Left-back that can also join... The midfield. Well, he is definitely a direct replacement for him. Mm. Definitely a direct replacement. But yeah. that's that is Empoli. They you. they've had a good market so far. I think Empoli quite respectable. They're after Kedira from Bari, the Morocco international striker. Mm, mm. They're also looking at Michael Folorunsho. He's a concrete target. Um, he's a Napoli midfielder who was a major protagonist at Bari last year with nine goals and four assists and is currently being evaluated by Garcia as to whether Napoli should keep him or not before um, they actually allow him to leave. Okay. Yeah. Also, Empoli are one of those teams that is known for a lot of loan moves, a lot of these two-year loans with obligations, options, and a lot of these guys were three 
um, important players for them, especially Razvan Marin, who was on loan um, from Cagliari. He is on another season loan from Cagliari until the end of 2024. Not too sure if they have an option, an obligation, and what yeah. will be exercised after that. The important thing is that he will be there uh, until the end of 2024. Then there's also two strikers who haven't really hit the ground running yet, much like the other strikers of, of Empoli. There's Satriano and Piccoli. Now, Satriano is off on loan with Brest mm -hmm. now in France. Whilst um, Piccoli has another season on loan at Empoli from Atalanta and then they have an option to buy, but Atalanta have an option to buy him back after that. So that is an update when it comes to all of these loaned players uh, within Empoli. Very good, bro. Um, up next, we have Salernitana, who, just like Napoli, have not signed a single player yet. These Campania teams are lacking, huh? They're stingy, stingy. <laughs> um, Piontek has left Salernitana. He went to Turkey. Basak Sehir is his new team. Um, Bonazzoli and Valencia have also left. And Dia will probably leave too, as he is hot property and has a 25 million euro release clause now when it comes to the rumors Salernitana are interested in Alejo Veliz who's a 19 year old striker owned by Rosario Cent Central mm -hmm. they like Miretti and have inquired about Miretti okay they have also asked about Adli and we're looking to buy Adli from Ooh. Milan and we're also linked with Rebic Fun that fact. I would yes. That'd I would cool. love to see Rebic at, at Salernitana. Same here. Fuck it. Give, they give me, fall in love with their fans. Huh? 100%. Give me Rebic Adli. Oh, my left, God. Left wing and attacking mid for Salernitana. Amazing. That would be crazy, man. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for Salernitana. They've not made I mean, many yes. moves. I think they're waiting for the Dia deal to go through because that will give them some cash to actually play around with. Exactly. Um, I don't know if the players express desire to stay or to leave or anything. It's quite... It's quite low-key at the moment, you know, under the radar. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we will see. It's still exciting times for Salernitana. Um, Lecce is the next team we're going to be covering. When it comes to the players that they've lost, they've lost Simone Romagnoli, who's off to uh, Frosinone, and also Tommaso Cassandro, who's off to Como for around 500,000 euros. Um, when it comes to the players they've brought in, nothing really to write home about here for Lecce. Um, they have Lorenzo Venuti, who joined from Fiorentina on a free. That's actually a decent signing for them. The 27-year-old right back, he has 115 games in Serie A for Benevento and Fiorentina. And he also has four assists over there. He's invaluable experience uh, for Lecce. Something that they struggled with Serie A experience last season. So it's good seeing them bringing in a player of this caliber, Lorenzo Venuti, to Lecce on a free. Zinedine Smilovic is the second player that they signed this season from Tabi FK for around 100,000 euros. He's a 19-year-old centre-back who's known for his technique, athleticism and size in that centre-back position. However, he's quite inexperienced. He will be Lecce's defensive joker and we'll probably see him uh, little this season, but the Giallorossi believe in him and aim to make him grow at home. He scored five goals in 13 games for Etan Nora. Uh, all goals, all, all of these goals were of a certain technical prowess. Um, Let's have wanted a big centre-back for a while, just like they bought Bjornsson in 2021. And obviously, since they lost Samuele Umtiti, mm. then maybe he will be a direct replacement for him over there. 
Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> definitely, they're definitely going to feel the loss of Umtiti. Let's hope they can hold on to Baskerotto because there are many suitors who are after him. Let's remember that Lecce are no longer managed by Baroni. They have Daversa as their manager, former Sampdoria and Ascoli man. Um, mm. Streffezza is wanted by many clubs as well. They would want to um, hold on to their little gem over there. They have set his... They've set the asking price for Streffezza to 10 million euros. Only 10 million euros. I think that you can get 15, me. 15, Absolutely. 18 million. Why not? Yeah. I think so. They've if also, you could do good business, then you can, yeah. definitely. They've also redeemed Falcone from Sampdoria for 4 million euros. Sampdoria making some good money from Serie B. Huh? I genuinely think we'll see them back very soon. Probably. Probably. They've brought Fabio Borini, bro. There you go, bro. Um, yes, I think Lecce still need defenders and strikers, to be honest. Um, we'll see what happens over there. Another slow market for, yeah. for them. To be honest, seeing how their performances were in the latter stages of last season after their very good start and the loss of Umtiti and the fact that they haven't really shaken things and Baroni, up. bro. He was and a Baroni. great manager. I'm not too hopeful for Lecce last season, but it's not even match day one. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Um, they were very defensively sound last year. Of course, they had Umtiti, they had a different manager. They never conceded more than two goals in a game up until the very last okay. match day of the, se of the yeah. season. Yes, but yeah. Um, next up, we have Hellas Verona who have brought in Jordi Mbula from Mallorca on a free. He's a right winger, 23 years old. He had 35 games with two goals and two assists across France, Spain and Portugal. Still young, still raw. He will definitely have his opportunity to impress over here. Ricardo Saponara was brought in from Fiorentina and you know how we feel about him. He can play as an attacking midfielder, he can play as a left winger. He's 31 years old, known for his creativity, his shooting and his high footballing IQ. He had four goals and three assists last season with Fiorentina. He's played 217 games in Italy with 30 goals and 36 assists in total. You know what you're getting here. You're getting a high IQ player. Now, Hellas Verona have let Tameza go to Torino for 2.8 million and they've also let Ibrahim Sulemana go to Cagliari for 4 million. As you mentioned earlier as well, um, Himad Abdelli is on the radar for many teams, uh, Hellas Verona being one of them. Again, the Algerian class of 99 player who plays for Angers in Ligue 1. Um, Michael Folorunso remains a concrete goal <laughs> yeah. for Verona. Um, the Napoli midfielder who was a major protagonist at Bari last year with nine goals and four assists and is currently being evaluated by Garcia. So more on this player to come in the near future. Um, keep an eye out for him. We'll see what happens over there. The next team we're going to be covering is Frosinone, who won Serie B last season um, after they were managed by Fabio Grosso. However, they are now being managed by Di Francesco. Um, the players that they've lost are Daniel Boloca, who's joined Sassuolo for 10 million, uh, Roberto Insigne, who is off to Palermo, I wonder who he's related to, and Matteo Ricci, who has joined Sampdoria. All jokes aside, Roberto Insigne, the brother of Lorenzo Insigne, is actually quite a decent talent. When it comes to the players that they have brought in, they've brought in Ricardo Marchizza uh, from Sassuolo for 1.5 million, the 24-year-old left-back. He has 54 Serie A appearances. 
and for assists he's represented Sassuolo, Empoli, Roma and Spezia. Another player they've brought in is Marco Brescianini from AC Milan on a free but Milan have a 50% sell-on clause. This is the 23-year-old central midfielder known for his passing. Uh, he was a key player for Cosenza in Serie B last season. Um, he was at Monza the season prior, but only made five appearances in that season where they got promoted to Serie A. They've also signed Simone Romagnoli from Lecce, as we discussed earlier, the centre-back. Um, they've also signed Marvin Chuni from Bayern Munich on a free. He is a 20-year-old striker known for his finishing pace and athleticism. He is German and Albanian. Um, he's, he's in a stature of 188 centimeters. He scored 19 goals in 34 appearances um, at 19 years of age in the fourth division of Germany. Nine goals in 32 games in the third league in Germany last year as well. Um, now we'll see what he does in the biggest yeah. stage in Italy. <laughs> you know, it's I mean, gonna be tough. It's gonna game. be. It's gonna be very tough, but. You know, the, the, he's a he, Bayern Munich youth product. Exactly. That's, that's, exactly. So there's talent there for exactly. sure. Exactly. Just like Zergze. Yeah. Um, and fucking what was his name? Cuisance. Uh, no, no, bro. The but Cuisance as well. Yeah. There was a striker, Albanian. He played for Spezia. Oh, we we spoke about yeah. him recently. Ah. Piaka. No, I can never remember his stupid name. He was so shit, bro. Albanian. He had the boom, 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 boom celebration, so. the machine he gun was celebration. An Albanian Bayern Munich youth product. What the hell was his name? Manai. Manai, 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 not Piaka. Manai. Nicky Manaj. He was yeah. shit, you're right. Yeah. Um, Georgie. Let's <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> stop it there. Georgie Gver. Gvernadze from Dinamo Batumi on loan with an option to buy. He's a 20-year-old left winger, um, an inverted left winger. Many teams were interested in him. He played for the same club as Gvaratskelia. Obviously, Dinamo Batumi he also plays in the same position as Gvaratskelia. Um, he has three goals in 24 games in the Georgian League in 2022. Zero goals in seven games last season. Um, he also has the same agent as Gvaratskelia. So... Maybe some wishful thinking That's here by three by Georgians in the three, yeah, because there is guess, there, guess. so there's Gvara, there's Georgie, yeah, God, bro, God. Well, no, there were Lakos, Lakos, He's relegated, So that leaves two. Exactly. Never mind. Um, they also signed, and this is probably the player we're most familiar with over here, apart from Markitsa and Romagnoli, um, Abdu Harui from Sassuolo for 2.5 million, the 25-year-old central midfielder. He has 101 games in Serie A. He's got 18 goals and 13 assists for Sparta Rotterdam. He's got 40 games for Sassuolo with two goals. Um, he is a midfielder with offensive skills and can, uh, in fact, also adapt well to the role of a winger and or attacking midfielder so it's good at least to see that Frosinone have made some signings with some level of Serie A experience with Simone Romagnoli with um, Riccardo Marchizza with Harui um, and also you know uh, a Milan youth product with Brescianini so yeah. they, they've moved decently in in the market they want to buy a French player called Costa del 
Tolosa, who I don't okay. know much about. Um, they also want to um, re-buy Ravanelli, who returned to Cremonese, who was on loan with them. They're interested in the young talent of Inter Milan called Fabian, double B. Okay. And they're also interested in Caviglia of Juventus and Maya of Bordeaux, or Maja, I'm not quite sure. Mm, probably Maya. Yeah, um, moving on to Genoa. Genoa have brought in a player who is very similar to Crisciato. Those of you who remember Crisciato. Yes. This is Aaron Martin. They've brought him in from Mainz on a free transfer. He's a left back. He's 25 years old. He's known for his um, attacking prowess, his crossing, his pace. Um, he's played in La Liga and Bundesliga for Espanyol, Celta Vigo and Mainz. He's played 28 games last season um, and scored five goals and got three assists. So he's a good one for fantasy football, those of you who play. Um, Matteo Retegui, the new yes. Italian hot talent, was bought from Boca Juniors for 15 million euros. He's a striker. He's 24 years old, known for his... Um, goal against Malta. For his goal against Malta. Exactly. <laughs> He's the, the destroyer of Malta. He was on loan at Tigre in Argentina and was owned by Boca Juniors um, Youth Academy, basically. Um, 21 appearances, 11 goals, and one assist last year. Very raw player, but mm-hmm. of course, 15 million is a bit expensive huh, for a player. It who is, hasn't it is. Much. But the fact that he's Italian and, and yes. that he's under 25, look at Richie. Richie is asking yeah. price of 30 million. But Richie's done it in a big league, man. Yes, yes, you're right. But but I'm just saying that they fit yeah. under the same kind of thing that boosts them by 10 yeah. million. Um, Today you sent me a photo of Retegi and you, and you sent me a cartoon that he looks like. Who yes, was it, it I guess? it was Ed from Ed, yeah. Ed, Ed the, the yellow one. <laughs> yes. yeah. so thank you, I know which one Ed No, is. but it could be I, no, any of them. D- no? Double D. <laughs> <laughs> um, Manolo Portanova has been sold to Reggiana despite being sentenced to six years in prison last year for gang rape. With Franci- his uncle. With his uncle and the 17-year-old boy. Fucking hell. Francesco Cassata has gone to Spezia. Leonard Sisborra has gone to PEC. Ooh, I, I remember Sisborra. Yeah. Who was Sisborra at previously? Genoa, Genoa. Ah, yeah. there you are. <laughs> and Stefano Sturaro left on a, uh, on a free. I would have tried to keep him if I were Genoa. Hey. He's their record transfer. But apparently they couldn't agree a deal. Um, Genoa are an interesting team, guys. They are probably here to stay in Serie A. They have new owners, 777 partners. They are American and therefore rich. Um, they are interested in Meta from Benfica, Valeri from Cremonese and Hops from Venezia. Zanoli of Napoli is the hottest rumor as well. I want Genoa in Serie A for two reasons. Number one, they are a team with a lot of pedigree. A team that belongs in Serie A, a team with a rich history in Serie A. Um, I want them there for as long as possible. I have a significant soft spot for the team. Number two, I want to listen to the Lanterna podcast where they cover Serie A football. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to have to cover Serie A football. But it is nice. It is a nice. Po- a it's Serie A podcast to listen to. Yeah. We love it, like, yeah. but but for for their enjoyment, like. <laughs> I certainly hope that they get to cover yeah. Serie A next year. Serie B, man, they have a problem with highlights, man, as well. Like yes, they, they can bro. only release highlights like three weeks after a yes, game played or something. It's ridiculous. Bro. Yes. Let's do Cagliari, bro. But yes, the last team we're going to be covering, this was fun, is yeah. Cagliari. Cagliari haven't sold a single player yet, as far as we're concerned, um, but doesn't <laughs> seem like it. They signed Tommaso Augello from Sampdoria for $2 million. You know what you're getting with Augello. He has 127 games for Sampdoria with four goals and 11 assists. 
He's a young, solid, and reliable player. He's got a lot of character as well. When I say young, he's 27. It's just the fact that he was a, a physics student three years ago. Me think he's super That's young. true, by the way. He's a, he's a very smart lad who attended yes. university. Yes. Yeah. Also, as we mentioned previously, um, Ibrahim Suleimana has joined from Hellas Verona for... for Pardon me, for 4 million euros. He's a 24-year-old centre-back known for his talent in the air, his pace and his interceptions. Um, he is from the Atalanta Nursery and Verona Primavera. He's got 735 minutes played in Serie A. 17 appearances with Verona's under-19s last year too, getting a goal and three assists. Um, controversial deal, as 4 million is a lot for Cagliari, and this boy doesn't give many guarantees, but hopefully it will be a risk worth taking for them. Eldor Shomorodov is probably the player of the highest calibre that they have signed. Um, he signed from Roma um, on a loan with an option to buy. The 27-year-old striker didn't manage to really insert himself at Roma or Spezia, for that matter, last season. Um, however, he has four goals and four assists for Roma over two seasons, uh, eight goals and one assist for Genoa in 2020-2021. And as I said previously, a shit spell at Spezia last year. But he is a player with a lot of flair and he is a dangerous player. Mm. He's skilled in the air and he does have a rocket in his pocket. So hopefully this will be the season that he brings it. I think this next one is their best signing. Not bad, but Shomorodov is definitely the, high, the highest caliber. But Jakub Jankto has joined from Hetafe. He returns to Serie A. He is a central midfielder who has also played out wide before. Uh, he's 27 years old. Fantastic work rate on this guy. Uh, his last season in Italy was in 2020-2021 with Sampdoria, where he played 35 games and got 6 goals and 3 assists. And he also played for Udinese, where he had 182 games in the top flight. Uh, with 17 goals and 20 assists, and he's also known for being gay. Yes, he is the first openly gay football player, and we support him and we love him. Exactly. Simone Scuffè has joined Cagliari. Scuffè, I know Scuffè. Scuffè, the, the goalkeeper. Yes, he is in fact the 27-year-old yeah. goalkeeper um, that signed from Club Cluj for 800k. Um, he is going to be the substitute of Radonovic, definitely, because Radonovic had too good a campaign last year for him not to start for Cagliari this season. He does have 40 Serie A appearances, Scuffe. Um, Scuffe, was he with Odinese? No, I think there was another player, bro, who was called Scuffe. I'm just checking real quick. And yes, he was at Udinese from 2013 to 2021, where he got his 40 appearances in Serie A, actually. So... Bit of ball knowledge from, from your boy, Matt. Nicely over done. Over there. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, some, some good experience. Maybe he'll be a good coach for Radunovic because I don't think he'll be dis displacing him. I really yeah. don't think he will be. Probably not. <laughs> He's a very good goalkeeper. But it is important to have a vice and a, a vice with some level of experience. But, yes, that is our transfer rundown so far. Done. Yes. Hopefully, this we'll won't see. be too irrelevant within the next five days. I think in about 15 minutes, you know, something crazy <laughs> will happen, probably. Let's see. Let's see if anything's happened. Yeah, let's check, let's, check. Let's Serie A, transfers, no news. Let's see. Okay, so Balatore has snubbed Fulham. Chukweza will wear the number 21 for Milan. Very exciting. Milan and Besiktas are negotiating for Rebic. Salary seems to be an issue over Salary, there. Salary, yes. Uh, Fiorentina are after young Croatian talent. 
This all happened like within the last 40 minutes. That's crazy, man. Why don't we shut the fuck up and post this so <laughs> we're not too ridiculously... Hey. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Thank you very much okay. for listening. We love Relax. you. Follow us at Seiya Spotlight. Yes, it's been great to be back. Guys, don't forget, this is our last call for people that want to join our Fanta Cultural League. Together with our patrons, you will need to join our Patreon. And in order to enter that, it will be bags of fun. And you also get added to the latest group chat in Serie A history. Don't forget to give us a rating wherever you're listening. Follow us on our socials and just send us your opinions um engage with us we love you all and it's great to be back yeah. man fantastic to be back and we love doing to talk this. football guys so dm us and we'll actually enjoy the exchange you know exactly. it's, it's, it's not a chore at all it's just a fun conversation okay, don't be shy but thank you very much guys we'll be seeing you soon and much like all of you really looking forward to the 19th where we finally get to enjoy the best league in the world again say ya. Woo.